Good morning, everybody. Hopefully you're having an outstanding Tuesday morning. Does anyone even enjoy mornings? <laughs> Got an interesting show for you today. Got a couple of topics that came to me that I thought we'll talk about. We'll get to that here in a little bit. But before we jump into that, a little reminder, I'm not a therapist, nor am I an attorney. I'm an individual much like you who's gone through a traumatic experience and run through the family court system, dealt with parental alienation, a toxic ex. I figured out a few things that helped me along the way that I share with you to hopefully help you for your, your situation, get your life back on track, minimize the damage that the toxic person in your life is doing, start to get your life back. Be careful when you are throwing around diagnoses. Only a clinician in a clinical environment is licensed and uh, trained to do that. So be careful when you do that. You don't want to get yourself into trouble. If you like what's going on here and you like, want to support the channel, you can do that over at the main YouTube page by becoming a channel member. YouTube.com slash user slash dad surviving divorce. Yesterday, I intended to uh, or show the, the levels that want to be recognized. I'm going to try to do that today. The other thing I want to mention, and I talked about this a little bit yesterday, is I'm involved in a podcast series starting in about a week, focusing on you get to be you this time. There's links to sign up for that in the uh, show notes and the video description. So check that out. I haven't done one of these in a while. I'm really excited about this one. I think it's going to be pretty good. A lot of people out there now working on this stuff, so that's good. Basically, find find the tools that you can, whoever you can, that resonate with you, that help you get your life back. Well, how is everybody doing this morning? Hopefully you are doing great. The phone lines are open. You can call in at 1-424-373-5483 or 1-424-DSD-LIVE. If you are outside of the United States and you want to use the web interface so you don't have to pay international calling, there are links in the description box in the show notes below where you can uh, point your web browser to that and be able to get in from there. I'd love to hear what you... Uh, I want to talk about today. Had to sneeze. Sorry about that. Anyway, so here, here's the thing. I, I was thinking about this this morning, partly because it was kind of giving me a headache. And I'm like, you know, this might be a decent topic to cover. And, and, and that's basically trying to figure out lies and truth. And Oftentimes in our situations, it's easy for us, right? I mean, let me just, let me pause for a moment right now. What I mean is, is it's easy for us to know what is true in our situations. Even if we're misrepresenting the facts, you know in your own heart and mind what is, what's true and what's not. Now, sometimes that'll drive you crazy whenever you're talking with or dealing with a toxic narcissistic person because they will say something is true, or they'll say they're, well, not even, I don't even say their truth. They'll, they'll put out their narrative and you'll be looking at them going, 
That is absolutely untrue. The reality is, it's like you have to turn that mirror back inside because the only, not the only person, but I mean, at the end of the day, the only thing that you can be 100% accurate on is in your own mind and what's going on there. Even if you won't bring it out or you won't say it. Now, the reason why I bring this up, and I think this is important, is there's a phase that people go through on this. When you start out and you start learning and you're focusing on everybody else and you're trying to discern who's telling the truth, who's not telling the truth, you'll do that in your own, in your own personal situation, but then you'll find yourself drifting into other people's, especially online, right? Especially with stories on Facebook and, and well, hell, I mean, even, even, uh, YouTube channels, right? Somebody will talk about something and you're, you're like, well, do I believe this or do I not believe this? What I would encourage you not to do, and we've talked about this in the past, is minimize the drama that you're introducing or allowing into your life. You might be going, well, wait a minute, my whole life is drama. And I would definitely say in the beginning parts of this, that would be a true statement. But, but here's the deal. At some point, you have to really look at what is serving you. What is actually helping you get to where you want to go? You know, sometimes I talk about writing down what you want in your divorce. Like when you start writing down what are the main goals. But I think it's also important to do that for, for your life. It's like, where are you wanting to get yourself? And I would use it more on, on bigger arching topics or, or uh, phrases or whatever. I want peace in my life. I want to feel calm. You know, I want to feel happy. Whatever it is. Those, those things that are important to you that you prioritize. Write them down. And then start to gauge what you're doing as, is it leading you to that goal or that end state? Think of it like you're taking a trip. A few weeks back, I took a trip with my youngest. We went up to central, northern-ish kind of California, did some camping. We had some destinations we wanted to get to. Some we made, some we didn't. But that was the thing, right? I mean, it was like that was the path. We got in the car. We loaded everything up. We started traveling. If we needed something, we stopped. If we forgot something, which I can't remember if we did forget. I don't think we forgot anything. But the ultimate goal was to get to where we wanted to go, right? To have that journey, to have that transformation, so to speak, from point A to point B. And, and, and in a lot of ways, I would say that trip was that. Now, see, if I'd finished all the videos on that, wouldn't this just be a great segue to say, now go check out the, go check out the, the vlog of that trip, which isn't done. But what I'm saying is, is that I, I think that's the same process that we can use in our own life. But the problem is, is if you forget where you're trying to go, if you're not, if you haven't annotated that spot on the map of where you're trying to travel to, you can get stuck. You can start. Fo- you can stop at an area and forget where you want to go, or what you're trying to do. Going back to that example with the the camping story, if we didn't have a goal to ultimately end up in Yosemite on that Tuesday, 
And if I didn't have the goal of meeting with a buddy of mine and spending at least a day with them, it's possible we could have went to one place and go, wow, this is a great thing, and I'm, we're just going to stay here. You know, maybe it's not where we ultimately wanted to go, but, but it's nice enough that we've arrived. And I think that's what happens to a lot of us is we, we get into this process and, and we lose sight or we don't even know where we want to go, where we're trying to go. Now, let me pull this back real quick to what I'm talking about with this. You can drive yourself crazy trying to figure out who is telling the truth, who's lying, whose story is accurate, where's the nitty-gritty and everything. It also is a distraction for your own life, right? So instead of turning that mirror back around, mirror, turning that light, well, turning that light back around towards you, you can convince yourself that focusing on these other things is time well spent. The reality is, though, is that at a certain point, just like I was talking about in that camping story, you can find yourself just homestead in a, in a particular area, not making any, any additional progress. Bottom line is, is look at that list that hopefully you've created on where you want your life to go. And ask yourself, are you allowing certain things in your life? Is it helping you to achieve that goal or those goals? Or is it hurting? What I mean is, if you find yourself on Facebook, I'm just using that as an example. Nothing's really happened. I'm just using this as a, as a topic. And you find yourself that, that it's draining your mood, it's, put, it's, it's dragging you back down, phase it out, or at least take a break from it. But I will say, there will be a time where that stuff will be validating, it will be helpful, it'll actually help you move through, through your blocks, I guess, in the beginning. But when you get to the point that's, that different thoughts or different uh, things you're doing are not helping you achieve those ultimate goals, you have to take a pause and refocus your energy and your attention. And, and let me just find or kind of close up this thought, and I'll use this last example using my story with my ex. In the beginning, I was focused on why. Why did this happen? Why did I end up in this situation? Trying to find answers. Trying to find closure. Not finding any of it at the, you know, back then. Then I got the, the information about the potential of MPD being a, a factor, and I started researching that, reading everything I could. I wasn't really looking for forms. I didn't find them. But, I mean, everything I was looking for to help me understand. But then again, that, that kept me thinking and kept me connected to the problem and not using that energy to help me. Then after a while, I'm like, I don't want to think about this anymore. I don't want to, this isn't getting me to where I want to go. How do I change what I'm doing to get to where I want to go? That's what I was thinking. And ultimately what happened is, is I just 
I said, I can't do this anymore. And I started saying, okay, you know what? What if I take all of this energy that I'm focusing on the situation and I focus it on trying to make my life better, trying to make myself happier, trying to get over the pain from whatever got me to this point to the, and this time right now to where I can start having a better life. Once I started doing that, things started to change. So just, I would say on a reoccurring basis, maybe a day every, at least once a week, just sit down, sit down with yourself and say, am I heading in the direction I want to go? Is this helping me become the person I want to become? Maybe you've exhausted a resource for, you know, that it was helpful in the past and now it's not, or not that it's not helpful, but it's not helping move you forward. And it's like, what can you, what can you take that you're spending that time on and switch to something else? As I'm saying that, I'm realizing, you know, people could be out there going, yeah, Dwayne, you're great, but I'm ready to move on to something else. <laughs> but honestly, you know, I, I mean that. I mean, if, if, you know, you, you, at the end of the day, guys, focus on getting your life back. Focus on on your path, your mission. And, you know, to, to give yourself the ability or the opportunity to accomplish what you want to do. Anyways, that's my rant for this morning. Woke up this morning and I'm like, I want to talk about that. I hope you guys appreciated that. Maybe it made sense. I'm going to check... Uh, I got a comment here. I'll grab that in a second. Uh, the phone lines are open. 1-424-373-5483. dsd live The link in the description will help you if you want to use a web interface instead of dialing. That actually is www.callinstudio.com slash show slash live. So Linda had a follow-up question from yesterday. It says, would you be willing to expand on the comment from yesterday about it being difficult to accept that the marriage relationship was a lie? I struggle with that daily. I struggled with that for a long time. When I had that realization that, uh, oh my God, this, was, this was, wasn't real. This was a freaking long con and... I, I, I had the hardest time accepting that. And it actually started spiraling me down into a pit of despair. It was not a lot of fun, which is probably what Linda's talking about right now. And the way I ultimately got through that, actually Trish has trauma-bonded brain, didn't want to move forward. It's taken time for me to open my mind. My brain will follow I, and that's part of it too, is like we get trauma bonded to these people, which makes it tough to, to move forward. What I will say is if I can get over here to it, one of the things that, that actually helped me with that, I know I talk about this a lot. I'm going I'm to go back over to my resources page. Let's see if this pulls up correctly. 
Uh, one, let me just, just, before I get into these things, one was having a good trauma therapist. So if you can, if you have by any means, or not any means possible, but if you have the possibility or the capability with insurance or whatever, or you just have the resources, find a good trauma therapist to help guide you along the way. That wasn't enough for me. I mean, I had an outstanding one. However, it wasn't enough. Uh, this book gave me some understanding, but honestly, what helped me deal with that was these uh, hypnosis files, and it was all of them. You know, mend your broken heart, letting it go, unrequited love. Letting it go and unrequited love was where those ones were key. If I remember correctly, letting it go, the this, the story in the in the hypnosis thing is about two monks. Actually, you know what? I ain't going to go through the whole thing because if you haven't heard it, I don't want to. I want you to experience it uh, for the first time. But it's it 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 helped, and ultimately, it kind of goes back to what I was talking about a moment ago, where you just have to decide what you have to realize that ruminating about it isn't helping you. It's keeping you stuck, which. I mean, I was stuck for a while. I mean, I'm to be honest, I, I wish this was one of those things where it would just be like, you know, click, everything would just come together and it would be super awesome. Unfortunately, that is not the case. So give yourself time, understand that this takes time, and then find tools and resources that help. Maybe EMDR might help you. Maybe hypnosis might help you. Maybe meditation might help you. You know, find what works for you. What works for me, which was what I just went through, might not work for you. So be willing to open up to try different things, legal things, you know, don't self-medicate, don't do anything that's actually pulling you down instead of helping. And understand that it takes time, that it's not going to happen overnight, that it's going to be this gradual process to really start to break free from that. I was tied up on the desk. <laughs> my my cord slipped down and I was like, Ugh! felt like a fish being caught. I noticed there's a super chat. So let me highlight that from music, merge music and film. I think I know who that is. So, Dwayne and Deb, are you checking in from the UK, formerly Flyboy. As always, Richard, great to see you. Cratch a live show for once. About the topic, it took me eight years and you guys are lucky there is this info out there now. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Didn't know you changed your channel name, but appreciate the support. Yeah. See, and I, I want to just, let me just pause on that for a moment. This does take time. And I, what I don't, you know, if you're at the beginning parts of this and you're thinking, you know, he said eight years, don't let that scare you. Because I know that scared me. You know, when I started this, I know I'm saying that. I'm saying, don't let it scare you, but it scared me. What I mean is, is that, you know, people told me in the beginning, it takes about, uh, what is it? What's the what formula? Like half the time or, or a quarter? Of the, I, I can't remember what, the, what the, the formula is, but I remember thinking that it's like, oh my God, I'm going to feel like this for six years, whatever the formula was. And that was, uh, 
That wasn't a, that wasn't a fun idea. It wasn't something that was like, hey, that sounds great. Man, I'm glad I signed up for this. It's only going to be, like in Flyboy C's area, only eight years? Wow. The reality is, every one of us has a different journey and a different path on this. My goal is with, with the, like this channel, and even in the other information that's out there, it'll help you connect the dots sooner so that you can not get stuck along the way. Because it's so easy, right? When you don't have people around you who understand, you don't have resources locally to help you. We live in an amazing time with YouTube and the internet and digital books and forums and, and everything that there's so much information at our, our fingertips, but you still have to find it. And then it has to, all of it has to connect. And until it does, until you, you've, you've, it's like being sick, right? Until you've expunged the toxins out of your life, they're still going to be there. And you have to do the work to get them out of your life. Get that out of your life. For me, I think it took me about three years. And those are probably some of the hardest days I've ever had. And there were days I, weren't, I wasn't even sure I was going to be able to make it through it. It was just so much pain, so much darkness, so much stress, anxiety, trauma. The games just wouldn't stop. Games still haven't stopped. But one day I was able to say to myself, okay, I've tried everything. They're not going to change. I'm beating my head against the wall. At what point do I try to, you know, kind of like hold them, hold them back, hold, hold the, uh, the zombie at bay where they're not biting you and be able to get your, get your life back under control. It's, um, I mean, it's tough. So if you're, if you're, but, but here's the deal. If you're in that mode and you're in the early part of it and you're like, oh my God, I can't stop thinking about this. I can't let it go. I can't let them get away with this. I can't let them get away with that. I'm telling you right now, there's going to come a point to where you're going to care less and less about what they think, what they're getting away with. And you're going to say, you know what? And this goes back to kind of to what we were talking about before. It's like, it's not helping me have the life I want. And it's just, it's weird because you can't, I mean, I can't tell you this is where you need to be. What I can say is this is where you're going to get. You're going you're gonna to be at a point one day when you're going to look at it and you'll probably be like me and go, man, I cannot believe I wasted so much time and energy focused on exposing the ex, making her accountable, having her feel just a modicum of the pain that, that she's bestowed upon me. And it just gets to the point where it's just, it's not worth it. And when that happens, that is transformational. It's not exactly the most funnest, funnest 
time getting there. But when you get there and you start to get to the point where you can let it go, like even with what the other comment was talking about with the struggling with accepting that the relationship was a lie, you realize, okay, you know what? I know that I got it. I don't want to, I don't want to do it again. I don't want to run into another relationship with that. You focus on yourself. You you focus on building good boundaries. And you put yourself in a position where that won't happen again. Anyways, if you want to call into the show, the number is 1-424-373-5483, 1-424-DSD-LIVE. Let's see what else is going on in the comments. Maybe my wonderful moderator will... Post, uh, post something if I missed it, but I'll try to scroll around. Merge Music said to someone else, goes, I stayed in the clutches too long. Uh, stuff is warm, apparently. I'm not completely messed up. Very happy times I'm, uh, with my child. It's a journey, not an end goal. And guys, I've seen so many people go through that transformation, right? I mean, it, I'll, I'll tell you, if you're, if you're new at this, just try to have the potential for hope, right? You know, don't, don't necessarily say, okay, I mean, because if I tell you, you're, it's going to get better, your brain can be shut down so much to where you're like, no, it's not. And you start arguing. It's like, no, just use it as, look, there's enough information out there to say there is a good, there's a possibility, a potential that things will get better in time. Right? I mean, cause that's like, it's not tomorrow. It's not this afternoon, but it gives you time to get to that goal. <laughs> a lone parent ire once bit twice shy. It's it, you know, and it's good to use this in uh, in um, you know. I mean, take the time from going through this to say, okay, you know what? I need to I need to pause and rethink and relook at a lot of things in my life. Lark says I looked into EMDR for my ex, and I guess it worked. The ex started playing around after my first child. Playing around after my first child after going through that. Hmm. Okay, so I obviously missed a lot of that. So I, I picked the <laughs> I picked the middle of the conversation to jump into. Oh man. Okay. Well, what a day! I want to remind everybody since we got a few more people in here now. I am involved in a podcast series with a bunch of other experts. I'll be starting up soon. Uh, I'd really appreciate it if you check into it. You can do that by going over to uh, you get to be you.com slash Dwayne to sign up. And it has like 32 experts. One of them is me uh, talking about various different things. Uh, Dr. Amani's on it. Uh, Melanie, Tony, uh, I can't remember her last name, is on, is on it. I'm pretty excited about being in, involved in this one. I know there's a few that are happening in September. If I remember correctly, September starts Narcissist Abuse Awareness Day. And uh, 
So a lot of resources to, uh, to help get you back on track. Okay. Um, oh man, jeez, my, my coffee is kicking in. I feel like I'm catching on fire. One of the things that, uh, I, I was going to bring up something else. And this is really going to be tough for people with kids because you're going to start to see, see when they're focusing on you, it's easy. It's easier. It's easier kind of to deal with it. Right. Because, because we ultimately get to the point where we re, where we are either discarded or we get to the point to where we just say, okay, enough is enough. I'm, I'm done. But when you have kids, they are, uh, they don't really have that ability. And it's really tough when really weird stuff is happening with your kids. I was chatting with my son the other day. And uh, he's freaking out. What is he, 21? He's like, my hair is thinning. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? You know, I, I'm looking up information to try to you know, deal with my hair thinning. And I'm like, I'm like, your hair. You know, one, if your hair, if your hair is going to fall out, it's going to fall out. There's not a whole hell of a lot you can do about it. Two, as I recall in my family, I don't know anybody who has, you know, who has balding problems. I mean, I'm, my hair is starting to get a little thin, but my God, I'm 50 years old. And then ultimately, if that is the case, you know, I mean, at some point you just have to say, nah, all right, whatever. You know, that's, that's, that's the deal. That's, that's uh, what I have to deal with amongst everything else and not worry about it. Then I started asking the question and I'm like, where did this even come from? Mommy's been telling me my hair's falling out. I'm like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> I'm like, you know, and then I started thinking about it. I'm like, oh, okay. Because she used to do stuff like that to me. We've talked about that in the past. You know, the subtle put downs, the things just to kind of kind of hurt your confidence. You know, God forbid you, you start to uh, start to grow or, or feel good about yourself. I'm sure all of you can relate to this. You know, you can't, uh, can't have that happening. Anyways... And I'm just like, you know, I'm like, dude, just, just calm down, man. I mean, it's like, okay, so what, 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 you know, what was the precipice? No, not the precipice. That's not the right word. What was the, uh, impetus? I don't even know what that word means. So I'm not going to use that one. What was the cause of this? What were you, you know, it's like, what was going on? So he's bought some new shampoos and stuff. So he's really excited about it. So he's probably talking about it and he's happy about it. I think he's using like Sasquatch soaps or something. I think they have some u- unique commercials. And uh and I'm like, "Okay, well there you go, right? I mean, you, it's it's just to it's just to poke you in the eye and bring you down." My god, my my ex used to do this thing. This was a typical thing. If we were on a trip or something and we're talking and she's telling her joke and then I say something and I'm feeling pretty good about it. I'm like, "Oh man, this is a good time." 
you know, she'd look straight in my eyes like, you know, you have something in your teeth, right? And it's like completely drag, pulls you out of the moment, sucks you, you know, sucks all the wind out of your sails and catalyst. Thank you. Uh, it, uh, and just like, you know, drives you right back down. It's like, you know, your energy level could be here. You could be feeling 100% and then boom, you're down to like three. Dude would do that to me all the time. And I think the one time I'm like, what, you know, seriously, could you like wait a minute and, and, and not, you know, I mean, like, don't use it to ruin a moment. And then it's like, what? I just wanted to let you know. So you didn't go out and embarrass yourself in public. We're in the car on a, you know, three hour car trip. I don't, why are you being so sensitive? My God, I hope that wasn't triggering for anybody. I used to. God, you know, I used to, if I would think about that, that stuff would make me angry. Now it's kind of funny. Which is an indicator of growth. Let's see. Aaron in Oz says, how detailed can your conversation be with your son being older? It's a lot more detailed. Uh, I did get a little frustrated and said something that uh, he didn't necessarily appreciate. Which is one thing you all need to remember, is even, even if you have a 21-year-old child who's being emotionally, you know what, I'm just going to say it. It's 30 minutes into it. Emotionally mind-fucked by their other parent. It's still their other parent. So... Focus on being empathetic and sympathetic towards them, not trying to take your frustration out on, on the ex. It is hard, I'm, I'll tell you. Uh, it, is, it is absolutely a complicated thing. Oh, my God. Oh, I, mean, I thought my system just did something weird. Uh, and it's, um, you know, but, but don't do it, right? Because, see, what happens is, let me back up. What I mean is be careful of what you say. Focus on the issue with your child. Focus on what you can do to help alleviate the thing. And don't spend a lot of time on, on their other parent. Because just instinctively, even at 21 years old, even for a kid who, who does know what he's dealing with, Partly because now he's talked about it to other other friends who have said, "Dude, that's screwed up." So so now it's not uh, <laughs> now it's not uh, uh, just dad trying to say something. And you know, I mean, it, it's 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 just tough, right? These people don't stop. It goes back to what I was talking about the other day with them effectively being a child in an adult body. You know, you, you would not give a seven-year-old this much power in over over anything in life. I mean, you might allow them to like, okay, little Susie's going to get to run this little group, and the teacher can stand afar and watch it and use it as a training moment. But the problem is, is whenever this person is an adult, and it's like, okay, little Susie or big Susie can do whatever they want, and the other person just walks out, and there's no accountability.
Carrie says, no one should make comments about appearance. I hate that crap. I was, uh, it was done to me and it only hurt. And Nikki says, it's tough watching your child so hard to get approval, love from a parent. All you can do is support them and give them all the love you can. It, it exactly. And Trish says, uh, care bear getting real. <laughs> so cathartic. <laughs> Somebody did make a comment and I, and I, and I do want to say, where, where was it? Uh, Aaron and I says, uh, so DSD, that's a trigger, you know, and that's what you can tell, right? I mean, and, and, and see, here's the, th- I mean, the reality of it is, am I ever going to get to the, do I ever want to get to the point where the kids say something about what's going on? And I'm just like, well, well, okay, you know, sure. It'd be great to go get some ice cream. You know I mean? It's like, no, I mean, I want it, you know, I don't want to be dead inside, but at the same time, it is a gauge to see how you're doing, right? I'll tell you, in the past, that would have torqued me off. I mean, it did torque me off, but I mean, I mean, what I just went through was like a level two, maybe three. I'm talking about it like a level 11. <laughs> the dial goes to 11. Anyways. So the phone lines are still open. one 424 at least I think they are. one 424 if you're outside of the United States, uh, scroll. Uh, I don't know if you can do it on mobile. I know you can do it on mobile, but I don't know if you can get to the link. But the link is uh, callinstudio.com slash show slash DSD live. Anyways, hey, I know. Let, let's see. Let, let's see if I can actually bring Debbie in here. Um, so that, that, that is, uh, that's her wake-up call to, uh, to get ready. So... Let's see if this works. Hey, Debbie, are you there? Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, so that didn't work. (laughs) Technology. Technology at its finest. Finest. This is only a professional show produced with professional gear and proper talent and producers. (laughs) Anyways. Ah, that was funny. Hey, I do want to say thanks. We were talking about earlier, or at the beginning, I was talking about how to support the channel. And I just want to go back with what, uh, uh, not to be confused with Flyboy C. Uh, I really do appreciate the super chats. It helps, especially when I just saw the, the phone system recharge and suck a bunch of money out of my account to, to keep stay active. So thank you guys for all the support. Uh, the supportive words, the likes, the comments, the emails, the super chats. Uh, the channel memberships, all that stuff. I mean, it, it, it really means a lot. I really appreciate it. Anyways, let's see. I'm going to look some more at the comments, see what's going on down here. Oh, this is interesting. Mr. Uh, Merge Music says uh, to Mr. Man, and family court should allow victim impact statements. Apparently, I can't leave this stream to do my work. <laughs> Sorry to be a distraction there, man. Anyways, but uh, it, it's really messed up how family court doesn't, it, it, it's just not fair. It's, it's one of those things where until, there's, there, until it changes to the point that when people lie or misrepresent the facts, that they're held accountable and they know that they're going to be held accountable, that things aren't necessarily going to change. I kind of understand maybe why they're reluctant to 
Because they're probably thinking, well, let me back up. Taking out the whole let's make a ton of money thing. But I could see how someone could make an argument saying, well, you know, if we, if we do this, then somebody who's really having a problem isn't going to bring up their concerns because they don't, they'd be afraid of the system attacking them. The problem is, is like, this isn't, this isn't a fast process. So when someone starts this, well, like POP is saying, uh, they are rewarded for lying. Yeah. It's, it's a low threat. You make up an allegation, you, you bring up a false narrative. It causes huge delays in the process. The other person has to fight tooth and nail to either clear their name or attempt to clear their name. And then it's like, oh, 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 okay, after two years, all right, um, yeah, you know, we'll do something different. I, I, I got an email from a coaching client yesterday where in his situation, it started out, he's got younger kids, a boy and a girl, it started out a few months ago, the ex was saying that he did something inappropriate with the boy. CPS gets involved. They look into it. They're like, man, there's nothing here. She says another allegation. They reinvestigate. They bring law enforcement into it. They go through the whole thing and they come back and go, no, there's nothing. You know, this is BS. They investigate it and say, nope, nothing nothing going on here. And you would think, okay, you know, they tried the silver bullet. It didn't work. Person starts seeing their kids again. Things start moving forward. Person starting to feel like, all right, cool, you know, that that stupidness is over. Get the email yesterday saying now, now the new allegation is he's done something with their even younger, we're talking like what, like two two to five year old kids, right? Did something inappropriate with the with the girl now. Now the only difference is now is everyone in the beginning who wouldn't believe him, like, oh, you're being too, you know, you're you know, you're you're exaggerating things, you're this, that, or the other. Now they're like, are you kidding me? You know? And that's the problem with this is that I think in this, I think in his situation, there's a good chance that it is going to, it is going to blow up in the ex's face because there's enough people who've been involved who think, who, who recognize what's going on to include law enforcement, to include the therapist, to include child protective services that it's finally going to be a problem for her, for his ex, which is, but it should never get to this point. Right. And I, and the problem is, is that these people can always spend something in their own mind to make sense. Well, I'm just trying to protect my child, you know, and it's, uh, it's tough, right? And it's tough to, to go through that and not lose yourself in the process. I, I have to say that I'm very impressed with how this, this guy has gone through just a, a really tough situation and uh, has been okay, has been able to, to know enough and, and keep himself calm, calm, not, not fall for the trap. 
POP said it's all about money. Unfortunately, it is. Uh, John says, uh, Dwayne, that is the nuclear option, touching the kids. That happens all the time in court with people lying. Nikki says, some lawyers know exactly what is going on. They've seen it many times, and I swear some love the drama and see the dollars. Yeah, well, I think of it as a game. You know, it's like, that's my... See, that's what I was going to say earlier. And I'll just... There's a call coming in. I'll... Oh, it did not... Oh, no, it's in the process of screening. Just so you guys know, if you call in and, and you don't go through the screening process, it will um, just disconnect the call. Keep your drama and your games with games, with your sports, right? If you watch football, basketball, golf, soccer, whatever it is, you know, let that be your your little fight, you know, because it doesn't necessarily mean anything. But bringing games into your own life, that that has an effect, right? I mean, that really, this is, yeah. Shaman says America is a business, not a country. Sometimes it feels that way. All right, so I am going to go to the caller from area code 612. It says uh, from Minnesota, and the topic is in the very beginning stages of custody before the court hearings start. Welcome to the show. Hey, this is, uh, this is Derek. Thanks for having me. And also just thanks for everything you've done, um, putting out such great content over the last few years. I've been pouring through a lot of your old videos, some of your more recent ones, and trying to catch the, the awesome. live show here in the mornings when I can. Well, thanks. Um, What's so going yeah, on? I didn't even really understand what like, true narcissism was up until about four weeks ago. Um, just kind of thought it was like egotistical people who were self-centered. Right. Um, but after doing all this research, and my, my life over the last four years is looking, um, I can see it with a lot more clarity now. Um, so I'm about to go through a situation that's not going to be super fun. We've got a three-year-old daughter together, uh, never married. She, the, the daughter did live with me up until about six weeks ago or so. Um, and just the level that I also have a, a 12 and a 14-year-old. Um, and they're here about half the time. Um, actually, in reality, they're here about half the time, but on paper, it's like 40, 60. Um, right. But yeah, great relationship with that. FaceTime, text, whatever. Get along with your mom, okay? Yeah, so I was like recently just started and I didn't even know what was going on at the time and I was just looking for questions and that's how I came about your channel. But um, yeah, mostly spent July just kind of crying and trying to figure out what the heck is going on. Yeah. Um, realized that I was like in the devalue stage for a long time. I didn't really see it then because you're like you're in that fog as you right, right. kind of explain it. But looking back to the last couple of years, I'm like, the devaluing just started getting, it started with like, you freaking idiot, you don't know how to load a dishwasher. And then it's getting worse and worse and worse. And the psychological abuse, the emotional abuse, um, nothing I did was ever good enough. Um, you know, I didn't make enough money. So I went out and got like a really good job and now I make a lot more. We didn't uh, have a yard for our daughter because we lived in a townhouse. So now we've got a nice big house with a big yard. We weren't engaged. So I even stupidly proposed in June. And then that's just when it started going completely downhill. Um, I started kind of standing up for myself when she would go into some her rage, but uh, most recently he like, like pretty brutally physically attacked by her in June to the point where I had bruises and scratches all over. And I didn't call the police because I was just trying to hold my family together at the the time. But, um, 
yeah and then like two weeks later she's just gone moves into her dad's spare bedroom um i don't think she even know how to like run a house so i'm staying here with the um with the big kids but it's like this person i completely took care of for you know the better part of four years i mean i made the money i paid the bills i did the laundry i did the cleaning the meal planning the grocery shopping the daycare drop you know like everything yeah and just kind of let her do whatever she wanted to do now she's and also she kind of she was privy to like when I was working on 50 50 with the big kids and ironically at that point in time she was all for equal shared parenting well, of course she saw the ex just just wanted a check um anyway yeah long, long story short um I'm sitting here now and I have to she's letting me see my three-year-old every other Friday Saturday Sunday um and it's been really hard because unlike with the big kids you know like they're out playing with friends I can FaceTime them whatever but having a three-year-old it's been it's been really, really difficult. Um, and all of a sudden now I'm the worst father. I emotionally abuse my kids. Um, you know, yeah. everything I do to her is gaslight. I'm just like, I don't know. So um, any advice you might have for just getting the initial, I mean, I'm, I'm familiar with like filing motions and whatnot, but just psychologically, um, the allegations that are going to start coming out, like I don't even recognize this person anymore. And it happened like yeah. overnight. Yeah. Overnight. <laughs> like, a, well, and see what happens is, okay. So the first part about this and, and I'll, let me see if I can pull this up, uh, that on my, on my, uh, main page on, on YouTube, that nar- mindset for narcissistic abuse recovery, those first three videos, yep. maybe even the fourth one, the starting with hybrid, no contact, absolute thinking, uh, for recovery, which that's going to be a big one. Cause that's going to be the one that's going to remind you what you're dealing with because it's a mind mess, right? I mean, you, you have somebody yep. who, uh, you thought you knew. And the second that you be, and what happens is the second you no longer become of value to them or they think they've lost you, they don't, it's like the, the effort stops in a moment. And since there really isn't real love there, it was all a game. It's super easy for them just to be like, okay, now you're the devil. And you're like, you're like, what? what? Yep. It's like, wait a minute. What the, what the hell just happened? It's like, you know, with, Five seconds right. ago, we were still working on the marriage and now, you know, in the blink of an eye, everything's changed and I'm a scumbag. And, that, mm-hmm. and, and that's the reality of it is, is, I mean, so you got to hunker down. I mean, like, you know, brace for impact, so to speak, you know, the mortar rounds are going to start flying over the wall, you know, yep. understand it, you know, prepare yourself as much as possible. Try not to freak yourself out. Cause that's a big part of it too. Cause then you can get into the paranoia stage, but just mm-hmm. make sure that you understand that more than likely she's going to try to bait you into making a mistake that she could potentially use against you. If she's a lower level narcissistic type person, then maybe she just wants to basically poke you and have a response. And that's enough for her to feel empowered. It's the ones that want to take it a little bit farther and are willing to like what I was just talking about with that other coaching client where they start to play with the nuclear options, so to speak. And just, I mean, the, the thing is, is just reminding yourself or the main part of it is reminding yourself that you're dealing with a narcissistic person that, that she probably undiagnosed has an issue, right? I mean, if you've been watching the videos, I'm sure you've watched other videos too. You probably even watched some of the medical yep. ones. You'll see all the patterns of behavior that indicate that there's a big problem. Believe that there's that problem. 
Like take that and, and take it to the bank. Yep. And the reason that's important, because I, even with what you were just talking about, with what you were explaining to me, I could see, because I remember it in myself, the thought process to where you're like, wait a minute, you know, we had these conversations where, where shared parenting is important. It's important to have the dad in the lives and now it's different. I mean, I had the same thing. Right. I had the same thing with, with mine. I mean, she used to, our entire 20, you know, 21 year marriage. I wish I had a better relationship with my dad. I never got to see him, this, that, and the other. And then as soon as our situation is going down, it's like, well, I never saw my dad. The kids don't need to see, see you. So we can just move out of state. I'm like, what the, right. what? You're like, what, what are you talking about? I mean, we talked about this yeah. in the past. This is, you know, why would you do that to, to your other kid? Well, it's because they don't, it, it's, they were saying, I mean, she was saying what she was saying to you before because it's what you wanted to hear. It's like, believe, you know, I mean, it, it was, it, it's all a freaking act and it's hard. I mean, I say that and I'm yep. sure that you're thinking about it and you're just like, what the hell? It's like that screws with your mind too, to look at the situation and think that, that, oh my God, my whole life, you know, what did you say? Four years, my whole relationship. It was all four years. Yeah. It's, it was a lie. Yeah. And you know, even self-diagnosed yourself with, with CPD like 18 months ago, because we both kind of knew something was wrong. I went out, oh, I didn't know what it was, but I did a bunch of, bunch of research. I even went out and bought a book yeah. and she found the book and then she accused me of telling her that's what she had. I'm like, no, you told me about this. So I'm trying to like, I don't know. So anyways, my, my last question, because I know um, we're going to be up on time here. She's been coming to the house, um, sometimes announced, sometimes unannounced, like every two, three days to keep getting some more of her stuff around here. And it's getting like, so petty it's to the point where like oh it's a pillowcase here and a cup here she came but the, it, when it, she first started doing it she like ransacked the house of she course. took stuff that wasn't hers and it's all sorts of stuff she completely emptied our daughter's bedroom out to the point where the only thing that was left was the big furniture when she came to the house the other day she says that i'm uh i'm abusing our daughter because she's going to be confused because so my older daughter and i we made an ikea run and got some new stuffed animals got some wall art a rug <laughs> a big girl bed, stuff like that. Just try to like bring a room back up. And, and, and now I'm being manipulative because I'm going to try to convince her that she needs to stay with me more. And like, she's three and I just want her to have a comfortable room. And she's like, well, that's abusive. And if you can't see that, you're stupid. So how do you deal with coming, you know, coming around to the house? I finally called well, the cops yesterday. It, like, the, she had a ragey look in her eyes. And I'm like, okay, she's, she's coming here today with an ax to grind. So I yeah, called the, the cops. The, and the problem is, my guess is, is that since, I mean, unless you got, have you filed anything? Has anyone filed anything in court? No, she told me yesterday she's filing for child support. And I'm like, well, I think what you mean is like, you're going to, you know, ask the court to establish custody and parenting time and child support is part of that. Um, her dad sort of knows how this stuff works. Um, you know, we're both the products of divorce and, yeah. and See, whatnot. So, no, I don't think anything's been filed yet, but I've, you know, I've gotten my notes, I've got my recordings, I've got my text screenshots. And, well, see, know, the thing is, though, have, is we're that, gonna go with it. you know, I mean, it, it, the, the problem is until you start the process going, there's nothing, there's nothing. I mean, technically she's on, I mean, I'm assuming she's on the mortgage or the lease or whatever. She's on the lease. Yeah. I mean, so technically or legally she has access to, I mean, if you're not there, she can come over, right? I mean, you don't have anything to, 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 to make it to where it's not her place as well. Uh, you know, it's just, and, and what you're talking about, man, I mean, that is so common that that's, I mean, that's what they do, right? It's like, it's to maintain the connection. 
Oh, I, I now need the pillowcase, like you said. Oh, now, you know, I, I need the socks. I need this. Oh, uh, little little Susie's with me, and we forgot her bag. We need to come back and get it. Or mine, I mean, it, it's so common. It, it's, you know, mine even used to do the same thing. Send the kids over in the early parts, and then it's like, oh, they don't have their book. And I'm like, well, just, you know, just drop it off outside. I'm not going to leave it outside. You know, I mean, it's like, or, you know, just put it in the mailbox. Okay. That's a federal crime. I mean, it was always something. And, oh, again, Watch that that hybrid no contact video if you haven't seen it before, because that's really the main key on how to deal with these people is focus on what is, you know, ignore all the crap. Like when she's saying you're a horrible person, you're abusive, just ignore it. And uh, I mean, obviously, make sure you're not doing anything wrong, right? I mean, you know, don't be doing anything that somebody else would look at as abusive, but. No, just, not I mean she. It's all projection. Is yeah, yeah. What I'm learning. It's like yeah. she. So just every, right. what she does. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, just just focus on on uh, uh, you know focus on yourself and the best in you know what the you can do best for the kids and all the extra BS that they're doing. And try to just block it out as much as possible, and just. I mean, this right. process needs to start. Well, I'll check out the hybrid no contact video. I appreciate you taking my call. Yeah, and the last thing I just want to say is to also double check or watch the uh, the interview I did with Cordell and Cordell. It's in the expert interviews. Uh, he talks a lot about how yeah. you can focus on patterns of behavior on uh, on this stuff, so that uh, you know you can you can articulate better what the problem is and not have it just look like you're being a disgruntled ex. All right. Hey, thanks for calling, man. I appreciate right. it, right. and and it'll get better. Just hang Thank in there. You. So let me drop that. Man, we're almost out of time. See, I wish sometimes I wish callers would call a little bit earlier so we'd have more time to go go into stuff. But uh, yeah, it's tough. You know, these things just keep it's like over and over again. The damn court systems need to, to change to where they recognize this. And until until that happens, I mean, it's just it's such a tough thing. Let's see. Somebody was like, "Watch your bank account." Mr. Man says, don't expect good behavior. It's war now. Um, see, I mean, it's just, it's tough on that. Ugh. Okay, so I think we're wrapping this show up. So I'm going to do this. Thank you guys for hanging out with me. Before you go, I am going to do this. I appreciate all the people who have become channel members. And as one of the perks on channel membership, I've said I will uh, shout people out. So here's a list of people who have become channel members above level two. Thank you so much for uh, supporting what I do here. It really means a lot. I guess I should have waited till the very end to do that. It's, you know what, guys? This stuff's hard. It's not a fun thing to go through. Learning about it early on can really help you minimize your mistakes optimize your situation for the best opportunity for success and just try to keep this stuff at bay depending on what you're dealing with will determine what level or what way they go never underestimate them I guess is a, somebody said that that's a good thing alright guys have an outstanding rest of your day I'll be here tomorrow bright and early at 6am pacific Phone lines will be open again then. Have a great day.